that's $600 a month for three months. You know, that's either covering your childcare, hopefully a good portion of your mortgage or utilities that I just kind of hope this stuff stays around to help service members and their families. You're listening to The Spouse Angle, a podcast breaking down the news for military spouses and their families. I'm your host, Natalie Gross. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Spouse Angle. Approximately 200,000 service members and their families may be eligible for a temporary increase in their monthly housing allowance. In late September, the Defense Department released a list of 56 locations where service members can apply for up to a 20% increase in their BAH until December 31st. That's before new BAH rates kick in in January. Now, this applies to active duty and full-time National Guard families living in those locations, and I will put a link to a list of those locations for you in the show notes. This move by DOD comes after many military families experienced a difficult time finding affordable and available housing in the current real estate market. The latest PCS season was riddled with story after story of people getting consistently outbid when trying to buy a home, or in some cases having to settle for a rental house much too small for their family because it was the only option they could afford with their BAH. So some of you may remember an episode we did in July called How the Hot Housing Market is Impacting Military Families, where we talked more about this. That's season two, episode 23, if you want to go back and listen. The 56 locations where families may be eligible for a BAH boost make up about 18% of military housing locations in the United States, Military Times reports. Families stationed in five locations can get 20% higher rates the highest boost that's being offered. Those areas are 29 Palms in California, Eglin Air Force Base in Florida, Boise, Idaho, Mountain Home Air Force Base in Idaho, and Spokane, Washington. So say, for example, your service member is an E-5 with dependents stationed at 29 Palms. Well, the BAH rate this year is $1,206 per month. Now that's gone up to $1,446. 11 other locations will get a 15% increase and 40 will get a 10% increase. The higher rates went into effect on October 1st, but service members do need to apply. This is not automatic, so that's very important for you to remember. The good news is that even if you haven't applied yet, maybe right now is even the first time you're hearing about this, the boost is retroactive if it's approved. So let's talk eligibility. Who can apply for this? Well, if you live on base, sorry, this does not apply to you. This is for service members, either single or with families, who have incurred extra housing expenses during the coronavirus pandemic. So since March 13th, 2020, through the end of this year. But in general, if you've relocated, even within the same area since March 2020, or renewed a lease and have been paying a monthly rent that's higher than the current BAH rate for your area, you should make sure that you have some documentation as proof of that and go ahead and apply. The DOD has said that troops will be getting an email from their service branches with more guidance. I know some of those emails have already gone out. So I know we have some service members that listen to this podcast. Make sure you're keeping an eye on your inbox. Today, I'm going to be talking with military spouse Missy Major, who recently moved to Phoenix, Arizona, which is one of the areas on the DOD's list. She's going to give us a perspective on what the housing market is like there and how the BAH increase is going to help her family. We'll get into that interview after the break. Hi, 
Hi guys, I want to take a quick break to tell you about one of our partners, Milso Muster. Milso Muster is a free app that's basically a one-stop shop for military-related content, informational resources, social networking, and more, all in one convenient app. It was founded by Navy wife Jasmine Cruz, and it's operated and curated by spouses in all walks of life. Jasmine and her team really strive to provide a safe space where you can get support for the needs of your military family, whatever that looks like. So if you're looking for a mobile community of spouses and a plethora of information to help you navigate military life, including blogs and podcasts like this one, join more than a thousand other Milso Muster users and download the app on your Apple or Android phone today. That's Milso Muster, M-I-L-S-O Muster. All right. I am here with military spouse, Melissa Major. She goes by Missy. And Missy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I would love it if you just want to start by introducing yourself and letting our listeners get to know you a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I've been a military spouse for about five, six years now. I've known my husband since we were uh, in middle school together. And then we have a dog named Smokey and a little one named Claire. She's almost a year and a half. And then we're currently stationed in uh, Luke Air Force Base in Phoenix area. And then before that, we did Hill, Eglin for a little bit, Osan, and then we were in Holloman first. Okay, so you guys are an Air Force family then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you're a teacher, right? Yes, I'm a math teacher. So depending on where we move, I've taught anywhere from like 7th through 12th grade. And then uh, I'm an adjunct still for... Park University, which has been awesome. Okay, great. Well, you know, why we're here talking today is because of the crazy housing market, right? It's created all these problems for military families trying to find housing in places like Phoenix, where you live. So what was your experience like finding housing? So both assignments so far between uh, Hill and Utah, and then also here have honestly been a huge nightmare, trying just trying to find a home. Here especially, I mean, we were outbid by cash offers walking in, and then even still, we would try with our VA loan, but we would have had to exceed their cash offers by like 30000 easy. So we ended up getting a fixer-upper here, which luckily my husband and I, we enjoy fixing up houses. We had to do that in Utah as well to even afford a home. So we kind of found ourselves in the same predicament here of we either would have to get a much smaller house um, for our family than what we would want, or our alternative was a fixer-upper that we lucked out and got. Uh, even still, though, I mean, it was crazy prices. I mean, we paid basically half a million dollars for a home that needed a ton of TLC that we're still doing now. I'm with you. I live in Northern Virginia, and that sounds exactly like our situation. <laughs> we bought a fixer-upper, and they're still working on it, you know, almost a year later here, but um, so you said this was, you, you also had a nightmare situation the last time you moved. Was that during the pandemic or before? Like, I'm curious how pandemic moving has compared. Yeah. So that was actually prior to pandemic. So we moved to Hill or to Utah in 2018, uh, fall of 2018. And it was the same deal though, where the housing market was nuts. Uh, we would see a house that we would like, and then get ready to put me on like a direct Southwest flight the next morning. And the house we would even consider would already be under contract or gone. So we ended up buying a house from the late 70s. Definitely tell her it was an older home, had been smoked in a lot. So it was like a true another fixer-upper that we spent a ton of time on. And luckily, I mean, we did the majority of the work ourselves, which 
not everyone is in that scenario where they're able to do it or have the time to do it. So that was hard. And then same idea here during a pandemic, we flew down a couple of times to try and house hunt and we same deal. We ended up buying, buying sight unseen both times at Utah and here just in order to get a house that we could even try to afford. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned like getting out bid. How many houses did you put bids on? Like walk me through kind of your experiences and what, when was this? What was the timeline? So we moved here, we closed on our house in April. So we were trying to put bids on houses between February and March. Uh, There were about, I'd say 10 that we wanted to put bids on, but the time we even saw them and called our realtor, he would say, listen, I'm sorry, they're already closed. Like they're not accepting any more offers or humoring any, or we didn't get the, you know, listen, they're not going to take VA loans. Uh, So if you have a conventional, we can maybe consider that, but it's either to be cash or conventional only. So we ended up putting two bids on houses because everything else just wasn't even an option or just wasn't in our price point, uh, which was the other deal. So the first one we got outbid completely by 35,000, I think it was. And then this house, we did end up getting asking, but it had been on the market for a while. You could tell it had been a previous renter's house. And given the area that we live in, you could tell it just didn't appeal to a lot of people because I mean, we gutted everything out of it. Floors, had to redo walls, paint, everything. Uh, now we're in the process of baseboards and bathrooms. Hey, I'm right there with you too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mind sharing numbers? Like does yeah. your monthly payment exceed the BAH for that area? Yeah. So we pay around 2200 a month, which one thing we were definitely not prepared for here was how expensive utilities are. So we kind of had gotten a heads up. So we pay around $2,200 a month uh, for our mortgage, but that doesn't include utilities. So for example, in summer, we paid anywhere from four dollars to $500 just for having the two AC units that we do. The water here is extremely expensive that we weren't prepared for either. So I'd say in all, I mean, we're probably paying over around three grand a month for just utilities and mortgage. Utah, we were paying around $1,600. Not as expensive of a house, still crazy for what we thought at the time. And then the only reason why our mortgage payment is even what it is was because, again, the housing market in Utah was crazy. We put a lot of work into it, added an extra bathroom, just put a lot of equity into the home, and we're able to put a hundred grand down on this house. Which, I mean, my husband and I have talked about of if we didn't have that hundred grand, our mortgage would be around twenty seven hundred, which. There's no way we could swing that. That just would not, with a teacher salary, uh, daycare, everything else, there's just no way that would have been in the books for us. And how much does the BAH cover there? BAH, I want to say, is around 2050. I know they talked about reassessing it, so we're like just over it. Um, and then when he promotes in another year, here in, well, year or two, um, it'll obviously go up for his rank, but it's just still a crazy market and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think Buckeye is actually the fastest growing um, area in the U S right now. Hmm. Well, where you live, Phoenix is one of the areas where DOD has greenlit a 10% increase in BAH under, you know, this plan that we've been talking about. So how would that affect your family? How would that help your family? It would help us a ton. I mean, that's $600 a month increase. That could, one, just help us with the cost of utilities, like I mentioned. I mean, they're absurd here. And then even our water bill is a couple hundred, which 
I don't think we've ever had to break $100 for a water bill until we moved here. So that's a little terrifying. I just hope that, so we did apply for it. It's kind of at commander's approval from there. As long as, you know, you're going over the amount, which luckily we are. So for us, it would be huge. I do kind of fear for the families though, who did take the hit that we thought about of living in a smaller house or maybe not quite as nice of a neighborhood because you just couldn't afford to make that. So I do hope that they kind of look at the fact that some people have taken that hit on, you know, not going over your BAH amount because they couldn't. And then now they might not get that any sort of incentive or 10% increase because they try to live more within their means. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Since you guys have already gone through the process of, you know, trying to get this approved, I'm curious if you could maybe walk some other listeners through it for anybody out there who also wants to apply. Yeah. So the active duty member is the one who needs to apply for it. Um, It's typically something sent out by your commander. It is a little confusing because we didn't have a prior rent. So we're in that PCS phase of we don't have a year ago's rent to compare it to in Phoenix. We only have a mortgage in Utah to compare it to since we've only been here for a few months. So we just applied for it this week. It didn't take them too long, which was nice. They did ask, obviously, for, you know, what is your mortgage payment? What are you paying in utilities? Itemized items of that. So um, and then they did ask for, like I said, prior proof of a year ago's mortgage, which obviously we don't have in that scenario. Or proof yeah. of rent. So for those who were renting, but now your rent was increased, they did ask for evidence of any scenario like that. So that is nice for those who maybe are in the scenario of, you know, now my rent is about to go up and we've heard it, you know, all over the news here, anywhere from $500 to over $1,000 a month now that if you can prove, hey, this is what I used to pay. This is what they want me to pay now. You know, we kind of need that help to afford this rent. So I do think it's going to help renters a ton in this market, especially. I don't know if it'll help home buyers as much, but I do think it's going to help renters a lot, especially for those who are feeling the effects of that increased now rent due every month. Well, so the important thing I guess I'm hearing is make sure you have proof like and documentation and get your ducks in a row and then go apply. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So make sure you have all your documentation that you need. Um, and again, the active duty member should be getting some sort of an email uh, from their command to let them know like, hey, these are all the pieces of information you need. We need evidence of what you're paying for rent or your mortgage. We need evidence of your utilities. So anything that's hardcore documentation, they are going to need from you. Okay. That's good to know. Missy, I know you told me already about one friend who was kind of in a similar situation as they were shopping for homes and having some difficulties there. I'm curious like what you're hearing within your community of spouses. Is this a big problem? I would say it's a huge problem. When we first moved in, there was neighbors across the street who came over and introduced themselves. They said, hi, we're so-and-so. I don't mean to be rude, but we're about to list our house. And I asked them, I said, listen, there's a couple who, a family who's been looking for a home. They're pregnant with their second kid. They've been here for months, keep getting outbid, haven't found anything. Would you consider negotiating with them and not listing it on the MLS? And I mean, all the ducks just happen to align. And they're actually our neighbors now, which is awesome. We're super excited. (laughs) But they even said, they're like, I don't know what we would have done because nothing has been working out for us. And we've been searching for months for a home. Um, And they actually got out prior and were in Scottsdale living with some family, just trying to find a house months prior to when we were. And then same thing, we're noticing we have friends who are moving to Eglin 
who were feeling the same housing effects there. And then we actually wanted to sell and we lucked out. We sold our home to another military family. We kind of only advertised for them for the same reasons of people are moving to Utah. They're moving to Phoenix areas. They're moving to all of these highly populated areas or that are getting an influx with tech companies and Californians moving in that, you know, they don't have cash offers or even conventional loans. I mean, our first home, we had to use a VA loan. We didn't really have an option with how much I have to change a job to put a huge down payment on. Um, I think it's something that the government's really going to have to take a serious look at and reassess BAH as a whole, because between uh, spouses taking loss, not being able to work just because of family and how often your service member is gone, uh, I really don't know what they're going to do to kind of better assist them. I know right now this only goes until the end of the year. And then I, you know, in a perfect world, they'll reevaluate it and either reassess BAH or allow this green light to go past December, which I mean, three months is better than nothing, but you got to hope that they're kind of looking at the bigger picture of this housing market isn't going anywhere, at least anytime soon. Yeah, that's a good point. And we don't yet know what the BAH rates are going to be in 2022. Those still have not been released. So yeah, it's the jury's still out. They could be higher in some areas. They could, you know, kind of match what this temporary increase is doing. They could be lower in other areas. You know, you never know. So definitely listeners keep an ear out for that. And uh, maybe we'll do another episode on that as it gets closer. But Missy, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up? I don't think so. I mean, I'm just kind of hoping that this does help a lot of people, like I said, especially if they're renting. I just hope they kind of, you know, have documentation of everything and do apply for it. Because even, you know, right now it's only three months, but still that's $600 a month for three months. You know, that's either covering your childcare, hopefully a good portion of your mortgage or utilities that I just kind of hope this stuff stays around to help service members and their families. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Spouse Angle. It was so great talking to you. Yeah, this was wonderful. Thank you for having me. That's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, you can find all episodes of the podcast on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, etc., as well as our website, thespouseangle.com. We are also on Reads Across America Radio on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next week.